Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday. I hope you're all doing well. Um, I'm just chilling out on the sofa. I'm actually freezing. The temperature has dropped crazily in the last like couple of weeks. Um, I feel like that's why I sound so zen right now, because I just don't have the energy to be crazy. Um, my feet are freezing. I want to go get some socks. But yeah, my circulation is so whack. Like my feet and my hands just never are just always cold. Like they're always so cold. And when it's a cold day, my nose feels like it's going to fall off. Honestly, it's like so painful. It feels like I'm going to have a nosebleed sometimes. Um, I think that's a sign of having bad circulation. But yeah, I'm one of those weirdos that wears socks to bed. I just, I can't with my, when my feet are cold, I just can't not wear socks. Like you just, you know, when you're cold, you just can't sleep. Um, yeah. So I have to, I have to wear socks. I do the whole shebang. I do socks. I do like jumper. I do like duvet with a blanket. Yeah. I just get, I have to be like cocooned. I have to feel really like shielded. Um, but yeah, circulation, not, not the best. Um, also something that's not the best at the moment is my skin. My skin is so whack right now. I don't know why. Um, it's kind of, I think maybe an allergic reaction to something because it's like bumpy and a bit itchy. Um, it's not like spotty, like it's not like whiteheads, you know, it's like under the surface of the skin. So I think it could be an allergic reaction to maybe like my face wash or something, but I've been using it for that face wash. I use a Kiehl's one and I've been using that for like over a year. Um, but anyway, I just did a massive order, <laughs> um, of skincare. I watch beauty within on YouTube They're they're really good with skin. Um, and I'll just type in like beauty within face wash or whatever, whatever I need. And then I just go on their videos and then go on the, like, uh, the down bit, you know, how the YouTube videos have like the comment section sort of thing and read what they recommend and then just Google which one's the cheapest. Um, and then get it because I kind of, I don't know, I know nothing about skincare. I mean, I've actually been up until now very blessed with my skincare. Like my skin's always been quite chill. Um, I remember I used to use like Sane, the Sainsbury's own brand of like face wash, which is like the most unglamorous thing. And it worked perfectly for me. Like I've never had to really put much effort into my skincare and it's always been like quite okay. I mean, it's always been a bit dry. Um, but yeah, it's always been pretty, pretty good. And recently it's been awful and I'm like oh god maybe now I actually have to like invest money and time into this so I've been watching loads of beauty within videos and I really recommend them I bet people who have other skin problems um, have watched them as well it's um these two women they are a duo so one has like uh, oily skin and one has dry skin so they always have something that you could probably benefit from. So I always listen to the dry skin woman because uh, my skin is always so dry and flaking and horrible. Um, but yeah, now I feel like I have to invest this whole time and money into my skincare because it's gotten to a point where I just can't get away with like some crappy face wash anymore. So I've 
invested in loads of skincare. I got a face wash. I got like an exfoliator. Um, I didn't get a serum. I feel like I should have got a serum, but I got a toner. I got a moisturizer and I got an SPF because apparently when you exfoliate your face, you need to put SPF on it because it's like you've taken away the surface of your skin. So you're way more prone to uh, UV damage. Um, sorry, I'm really neeking out about this, but I actually find it really interesting because no one teaches you anything about skincare and I find it so odd. And they always say, isn't it so weird how, you know, you'd never eat something if you didn't know what was in it, but then you're putting all these products on your face that you have absolutely no idea what they are. Um, I think I'm just a lot more wary about ingredients in skincare and just like body stuff. I feel like most companies aren't even, you know, like a lab. They're not cosmetics. Um, They're more cosmetics than um, like a lab where it's science, you know, and most of these brands are just trying to sell you a product. Um, They're not really trying to help you out much. So I'm way more aware of the ingredients in stuff now. I'm like constantly reading the ingredients of my body wash because it's all these things that you have absolutely no idea what they do or what they are. And they're all these weird scientific names. And it's just the weirdest that we put these things on our body and we have absolutely no idea what it is. Um, So anyway, I've gone for brands that these beauty within people always recommend um they're usually like korean brands korean skincare so sometimes it's quite hard to get hold of or sometimes it's like um really expensive so i don't know if you guys know drunk elephant but they're so expensive their skincare and i'm just like well i, just, I don't have 70 pounds to spend on a moisturizer so i'm just not going to do that um but they are um they do do more uh reasonable versions, cheaper versions, um, that they mention as well. And yeah, so I'm excited to use those. I'll let you know how they go next week. Um, but yeah, I feel like I just need to get way more into it. I find thinking about skincare, I'm just thinking about all those, um, Vogue videos, you know, that all the celebrities do. And I was watching, uh, Iris Law's one yesterday and she just has the nicest skin I swear and her like whole aura is so calming I find it so interesting when celebrities like Iris Law like just cool um cool girls do videos because I feel like you make such an image of them in your head and then they actually start talking and you're just like wow I really didn't think you'd be like that um There was this thing that I watched the other day on YouTube. Um, It's, oh, what's her name? Uh, Charlotte, oh God, I'm going to butcher her name. It's D apostrophe Elysio. So Delisio, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, But she's started this YouTube channel, which is called, I I think it's called Between Good and Evil. Um, I'm just going to search it now. Yeah, it was called Between Good and Evil. Um, And she's basically, she just talks to her friends and, um, oh, basically this Charlotte girl, she's a, uh, a model and she's very like Iris Law or like Bella Hadid. Like she's very, her Instagram's kind of like 
so cool it's intimidating um and I always just thought that she thought she was better than everyone and just like uh I don't know that she was just too cool for everyone and she's just actually but annoying but when I've watched this podcast um she did one she interviewed uh Devin Lee Carlson and they were talking and um she's actually a great person and I I'm really uh like I am very guilty of judging books by the cover um but yeah she's actually a really nice person and she's just you know she's just a normal person with a cool instagram um but that doesn't make her like a horrible person or like thinking that she's better than everyone um so i think i'm just trying to stop doing that and stop judging people on their instagrams i feel like it's so easy to judge people off their instagrams and like how they portray themselves on social media but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're like that i mean if they're being really posy and really creative and really like trying to stand out it doesn't mean that that's kind of really who they are in real life I mean obviously they're creative or whatever but they might not be super I don't know like just um annoying like I don't know I always look at like Iris Law's Instagram or or this Charlotte girl Charlotte D'Alessio and I always think, oh God, you're so cool and you think you're so cool and it's annoying. Um, but they actually don't and they're actually really grounded and really cool people. Um, so yeah, so that was a pleasant surprise and um, I'm really into this new podcast um, and I actually really like uh, like it. I really like, um, she interviews loads of models and actually it's, very, it's a very new approach because she has the access to um, celebrities, so she can uh, she can interview like quite famous people who maybe uh, wouldn't talk uh, in a podcast. So like Devin Lee Carlson, um, and I think she's done another one with another model, um, and yeah, just really really cool people. So check that out. It's called Between Good and Evil. It's on YouTube. It's a podcast, but it's on YouTube, so you can watch them like talking. Um, yeah, models are the weirdest, aren't they? I just don't really, I don't know what my opinion is with models. I'm like, I kind of love, hate them because I mean, obviously there's a lot of reasons to hate them um, because models, I mean, your, you know, I guess normal quote unquote model is skinny and tall and uh, beautiful, which is kind of giving the wrong impression to young girls and I don't like that and I don't like how they've only got this one size I mean of course there's change happening but change is still a long way to go there's still a long way to go um I mean we have Ashley Graham but that's kind of the only person you can ever mention as a plus size model everyone's just like Ashley Graham you know it shouldn't just be Ashley Graham there should be loads there should be just as many uh, curvy models and normal size models can we just advocate normal size models because the thing is I don't relate to these skinny Kendall Jenner people but then I don't relate to Ashley Graham I'm in between and it kind of I don't know it's kind of saying you have to be one or the other you have to be really skinny sort of like no curves boy sort of stick figure um not saying that's any wrong anything wrong with that some people are just like that and then some people are just like Ashley who very curvy um and got very curvy figures and like voluptuous figures 
and both are equally beautiful, but I'm not either of them. And I just don't feel like uh, most people are represented. Like, where are the just normal people who are like size eight, size 10? Um, you know, we've got size zero and size 16. We haven't got just like normal, which I find kind of odd um, and a weird message to young children, um, especially girls. But yeah, actually, I don't know if I mentioned it yes, uh, last podcast, how Rihanna in her new Savage uh, Fenty line, um, she had a plus size man, which I've never seen. And I think that's amazing um, because plus size for men is just doesn't seem to be a thing. Um, and I've never thought about that. But thinking about it, it's I've never seen a plus size model who's a man. Um, so I think that's a great move that she did. But yeah, models are really odd because, yeah, there's that side to them, which I'm just like, you're just um, kind of giving this false image to young girls. And I don't know, I think models, I think it's fair to say, are a big cause of eating disorders and body dysmorphia and anxiety and depression um, in young women. And seeing people so perfect and so, you know, airbrushed can be damaging if you see that every day, which we do, and we do it, we see it multiple times a day because of social media. Um, and then of course, because sometimes I don't mind models who, I mean, obviously I don't really know any models and I feel like this is kind of assuming things. Um, but I don't mind models who admit that modeling is hard and modeling is kind of, um, well, it is restrictive and controlling. And I like models who admit that. I like models who admit that modeling is hard and they're basically kind of saying that they're doing it because it gets some good money. And I completely understand that. I mean, the world functions around money, whether you like it or not. And I understand that uh, people need to make money and people need to be successful. And if someone comes up to you and says, the way you look makes you successful, well, then you're going to kind of utilize on that. Um, but I like models who admit that the modeling industry is damaging. And um, I don't know, I feel like you don't have to be, <laughs> I'm kind of going off the plot here, but you don't have to be everything all at once. You can be a model and be feminist. You know, you can do a job, which I think you can do a job, which is going to get you food on the table and admit that it's not a good job and you don't stand by it. I don't know. I think it's, it's a weird one, but you don't always have to be fighting and rebelling um, and resisting in every single department of your life. Um, that's exhausting, frankly. And I don't know anyone who does that. I mean, even if you think you're a strong feminist, um, no, you don't have to be a strong feminist. Even if you think you're a feminist, which everyone should be, um, you can always be resisting in some areas of your life and not resisting in others. And I think that's way better than just not resisting at all. So that's how I feel with models. Um, I like models like Emily DiDonato and Ashley Graham and 
models who admit that modeling is difficult and damaging and make it known to their audience that modeling isn't easy and isn't right basically um i think that's fine that's fine to me i just don't like when models uh pretend that they're so happy when they're not (laughs) um i don't know it's weird i mean obviously you're going to come across as happy because you've got such a big following but um I feel like maybe it's not their fault actually maybe it's more we as an audience need to look at them as normal human beings and look under the surface because I mean I wrote a blog um a few a few months ago now about Bella Hadid and how she always posts pictures of her eating cake and I don't know I feel like obviously I'm just observing and I could be completely wrong um and I'm not saying I'm right but she does post a lot of pictures of her eating junk food cake um high sugary high fatty foods donuts and burgers and as if she's trying to prove a point that she's a normal person and that she's sort of like supernatural that she can eat all this stuff and stay really skinny honestly I'm telling you this right now she's not eating it um I'm not saying you shouldn't eat it I'm saying you we should all have balanced diets but she's doing it all completely wrong probably um because you cannot be that skinny and be eating those stuff on a daily basis she's either taking a picture with it and then not eating it or she eats it and then throws it up um I'm not recommending either um just everything in moderation guys but I'm saying don't look at her like she's some goddess because social media like everyone says is a highlight reel and it's not real ultimately it's not real um so don't believe everything you see don't beat yourself up if you eat burger and you don't remain a size zero um no point no point doing that so yeah I just I like models who are open about their struggles um okay I'll play some music because it's been a while and we'll be back talking a bit more about models because I love this topic all right see you in a bit She said, ooh, 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 
I'm taking my time, but I don't know where. Goodbye to Rose, the queen of Corona. See you, me and Julio down by the schoolyard. See you, me and Julio down by the schoolyard. See you, me and Julio down by the schoolyard. Since I felt this good on my own uh, A lot of years went by with my hands tied up in your ropes Forever and ever, no more
it seems like every single model is either pregnant or has just had a baby. Um, they're all going to be like the next generation of supermodels um, because we obviously have Gigi Hadid. She's just had a girl. We still don't know its name, um, which I, I don't know. I kind of applaud in a weird way just to keep it private. Um, but yeah, Gigi Hadid. Then there's Romy Street, who's another VS model. Um, she is having a girl, I think. Yeah, she's having a girl. Um, and then Emily Ratajkowski, of course, the most controversial of one of them all, um, is also pregnant. Um, so yeah, I thought I'd talk about Romy Street and Emily Ratajkowski because I have uh, opinions on both of them. And especially with this whole pregnancy thing coming up, it's kind of reminded me of who they are. And um, yeah, there's a kind of uh, my opinions on their way of presenting themselves, I guess. Um, so this is by no means a dig. It's just a thoughts, by the way. I don't, I don't ever want to dig at other women. I'm just trying to like, uh, present an opinion, I guess. Um, I don't think it's helpful to attack other women. Um, so I'm not trying to do that. I'm not saying anything, um, against them, I guess. It's just, my opinion and uh I also just want to say that no one's perfect and I have things that are wrong with me as well and I kind of well no I do I do get why um they did these things anyways so I'll tell you what I'm gonna tell you <laughs> um okay first Romy Street so if you don't know who Romy Street is I don't even know if I'm saying her name right but <laughs> she is a um VS model. She's uh, walked for VS, I think, at least four times. Um, That's kind of what she's well known for. I don't really, I don't really see her in many other campaigns because she's got, I mean, obviously she's skinny, but she's got kind of a curvy figure. So I don't think she's um, very often like picked for catwalks and stuff or like fashion weeks. She's more I think VS show and like adverts and stuff. I feel, I don't know. I I really don't know to be honest. Um, but anyways, she, uh, has a YouTube channel, which I'm subscribed to. Um, and I don't know, I don't know how long I've been subscribed to her, but I've always religiously watched her videos and a lot of her videos, um, I don't know, it's just typical model stuff, isn't it? It's just her going to the gym, her traveling the world, um, eating healthily and just like giving off good vibes. So I've watched this, I've watched her for quite a long time. And every time I watch her, I think, oh my God, like she is so healthy. She is so happy. She is so successful. Um, I always think, wow, okay, she has really like I've always really admired her focus on health um and she always has her avocado on toast like she's actually eating stuff which I thought was good (laughs) and applauded but when she released uh when she announced that she was pregnant she mentioned that she hadn't had her period for seven years Um, and she did say, this were her own words, that it was something to do with her working out too much and not eating the right foods. 
I found this really interesting. It really shocked me because this whole time I'd been watching her and wishing I was her and wishing I was that healthy and wishing I was that happy when in fact she was not healthy at all because her body wasn't even functioning and she wasn't happy either because she couldn't conceive for seven years. Um, So her body was literally not working for her and it wasn't giving her, um, it was just, yeah, it just wasn't working. It wasn't functioning properly. And that was because of her industry. That was because of modeling because she had to stay really fit and she had to eat really healthy, but um, not healthy really because it was so healthy that it was unhealthy, if you know what I mean. Anyway, I found that really interesting because again, it opens up your eyes and shows you that models are almost always not showing you the real uh, picture. They Actually, I'm going to say they never are. No one ever is. It's not just models. Um, and I was looking at her wishing I could be like her, wishing I could eat that healthy and be that happy when she wasn't being healthy and she wasn't being happy. And I think that really gave me some perspective um, and showed me the dark side to modelling and how it can really affect you, really affect real things in your life. Um, Things like making a baby um, and letting your body function. It can affect those things that are basic, basic human functions and it can, can it can stop modeling can stop those from happening so that's another thing that i don't like about modeling and modeling industry is that it's not realistic and it's not no one can achieve that do you know what i mean romy street we were looking at her on the catwalk thinking oh my god i wish i was her she's not even doing it like she's not even she's not happy. Um, and that was really interesting to me. Either way, I don't hate her for it or anything. I'm not saying it's her fault. It's definitely not her fault. Um, and I know that a lot of people would think, oh, why doesn't she just quit modeling? Why doesn't she just, you know, stand up for what's right and, and not be part of that industry? You know, I completely get that and that's how I've thought for a long time but then I also think there's again back to the problem with getting food on the table and she is a massive model and if you're being successful in any job you kind of push yourself to the limits and you kind of take everything and you work really hard Um, so no disrespect to her I just think she isn't um, you know above and beyond the restrictions of modeling she is also a victim of it just like all of us she experiences um the restrictions of the industry and the way it can control you and change who you are um so now emily raskowski <laughs> she is i'm sure you know who she is but she is probably most controversial model in the industry she calls herself a feminist, um, which a lot of people do not like. And I've written a bit about her on my blog and I won't go into such detail um, on here. So if you want to read a bit more about her, go to my blog. But 
again, um, just interesting how she is actually quite smart and she's intelligent and she um, understands, she has a very um, good awareness, whether you like it or not, I do think she has a good awareness of the way the modelling industry has exploited her and has used, like claimed her body. And yeah, she's always talking about how she wants to reclaim who she is and her body. And I think that again is also very interesting how you can be extremely beautiful like Emily Ratajkowski and you can also suffer. And it just shows that there is no model out there who um is really really happy um nor as in a normal as in quote-unquote normal model um plus size models I think are very happy because they're making money from being who they are but um you know I just feel like what is the root of the problem here how do we change this whole mindset because I think, I don't know if this is controversial to say, but weirdly people thrive off the restriction and I'm not saying it's a good thing, um, but I feel like people kind of, I don't know, it's, I I don't know, I'm just talking um, from my own perspective, but I feel like when I see someone like Emily Raskowski on a billboard, I'm like, God, I should buy that top. But if it's just a normal person who isn't airbrushed and isn't perfect and just looks like one of us, there's none of that fantasy. There's none of that, um, yeah, fantasy element. And uh, this, because that's really what you're buying into. You're buying into this idea that you can be a better version of yourself. That is why you buy products, why you think you need them, because you think they'll make you a better version of yourself. Um, That's really what you're doing when you're buying clothes. So seeing someone who's God perfect and, you know, literally an amazing, like looks so perfect and it makes you want to be them because they don't look like a normal person. That's what makes you buy into um, a business. If they I don't know. I don't know if this is true, but me, for my own personal experience, if it's just a normal person there without airbrush, very normal, very like you and me, you lose that fantasy element that you can better yourself because they just look just like you. You know, you're both just normal people. If it's just um, a normal person on the billboard that's not uh, made out to look perfect, but the idea of this perfection and this like ideal um, is what drives people to buy things. I'm not saying it's right, but I kind of get why they do that because you want to be that person. The whole idea is that you want to be that and that's why you buy into it. That's why you buy into, you know, like realization par or reformation because you see all these cool girls wearing those clothes and you buy into the idea that you can be like them. Um, and that's really what modeling is based off. And this idea that you are perfect, you can, um, 
be as perfect as these models if you buy these clothes. And it's not right. I'm not saying it's right, but there's definitely clearly a lot of change. I mean, I'm just kind of observing here, but I don't really have an end uh, comment. I don't really have an end result. It's just clearly there's a lot of change that needs to happen because now we've all been wired so that when we see, uh, maybe not all of us, but some of us, when we see just like quite average people on a billboard, it doesn't really excite us to the extent that it excites us when it's Emily Ratajkowski. Um, just something to have a think about because, um, I don't know, it's kind of like it's now gone into our heads so much that we've internalized these ideas. And even though I can see that the modeling industry is a very bad industry and is kind of exploiting the people in it, um, you can't, I don't know, can you just have anyone and everyone be a model? Would it have the same effect? How could you determine who's a model if you don't have those physical measurements? Because otherwise anyone could be a model. So what makes a model special? Do you see what I mean? Um, I don't know if that makes much sense, but yeah, there's something appealing about the fact, not appealing, but there's something, you know, models are special because they fit those measurements. That's what makes them special. How could we change that? How could we change that um, the special part of being a model is not your physical measurements and instead um, maybe your intellect or your interests or your activism? How can we move it to that, to focus on that instead of physical um attraction and well physical uh looks okay well that's been a long long talk i hope that made you think a bit i'm really happy with how this one went actually um and yeah have a think about how you feel about the modeling industry um again i'm not trying to attack any of these women i honestly think they're a victim of the modeling industry as much as everyone else um And I think we all just need to join together and see how we can uh, change this. But yeah, I'll play you some music um, to end off. Um, But I think I'll probably sign off now because it's been a long talk. So I'll see you next week and enjoy the rest of this uh, session with some music. Bye, guys.
Yeah.